0: Welcome America, you've joined The Daily Answer, and I'm your host, Mark Unnigan. I ran into an expression recently, the hive mind. Hmm, had never heard that before. And my guess it would be is that refers to what we've also called the herd mentality. And in the culture, it's easy to fall into the trap of the hive mind. That is only entertaining the thoughts allowed inside the hive or the culture. And it's kind of always been the way it's been throughout history. I mean, there's there's this hive, you might say, or there's the herd. And there's a tremendous amount of pressure to conform to the hive or the herd. Our thinking should never be independent of God or our creator but our thinking should always be independent of the secular hive or the society that surrounds us. And every generation falls into the trap of hive or herd thinking. Every generation kind of has the things that it thinks it's figured out. It thinks it's smarter than previous generations. And typically it's wrong. You might say another definition of the herd mentality or the hive mind would be groupthink. And that is where you go along with the group or since you belong to a certain group, you have a false confidence in the wisdom of the collective thinking of the group. Interestingly, the Bible never makes the false argument that the thinking of the group is always correct. In fact, even the thinking of the local church, Revelation chapters 2 through 3, we have seven churches of Asia and five of them are not correct. And so that would be a classic example of that uh, you can't follow the group think even of the local congregation. Remember, Jesus is head over all things to the church, Ephesians 1, 21 through 23. He is the Lord. The Corinthians were reminded of that in 1 Corinthians 14, 37, where Paul says, hey, if anyone thinks he's a prophet or spiritual, need to understand that what I'm telling you or writing to you are the commands of the Lord. Is that if if the group mentality is to reject the 1 Corinthian letter, the group is wrong because the letter of 1 Corinthians is a letter coming from Jesus. It's the commandments of the Lord. And so even with like the Corinthian congregation, there was a danger that the group think, herd mentality, the hive mind was not on the same page as Jesus. Thinking based on scripture is always correct. But the group, even if the group's the local church, the group can be wrong. In fact, Jesus pointed out that in Matthew chapter 7, and I think it's an important passage to come back to frequently, particularly that entire chapter, but it's 13 and 14, where it says, there's few people on the narrow way, the broad way, many, many people. And so every now and then you will hear an argument where it will say like, well, The argument will be that the Bible can't be true because most people really don't follow the Bible. And obviously, God's not going to condemn those millions and billions or whatever people that are outside obedience to scripture. It's kind of this idea like, well, wait a minute. Kind of look at how big we are. And it just could be like, look at how many people in the culture hold a particular view when you do a poll right well all those people can't be wrong or it could be even something of that well look at how big our group is and look at how here we have a religion it's not the religion of the bible but boy a good portion of the world's adherents or of the world's individuals adhere to this well we can't be wrong that's the herd mentality that's the thought that somehow there's safety in numbers and if you look at the bible it's like there's never been safety in numbers group think the hive mind the herd mentality resulted in number one most people perishing the vast majority of the human race that was on the earth perishing during the flood only eight people got in the ark everyone else and and you, you could you could you could almost see how it would be a herd mentality of like, well, do you believe a flood is coming? Well, no. Do you believe that God would punish us? Do you believe in a God that you know is gonna bring judgment and et cetera? Isn't that kind of an old fashioned uh view of God, etc.? You 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 can just hear the group think, well, obviously. Noah's saying there's only one way of deliverance and that's to get in the ark. Well, doesn't that sound rather intolerant and narrow-minded, right? Aren't only crazy people, the people that believe in only a one-way path to deliverance? Also, this hive mine resulted in only two men from a fighting age generation, Joshua and Caleb, entering the land of Canaan when the rest of the men were excluded in fact of the spies that went in 10 of the spies said and 10 of the spies gave group think hive mind that is we can't the people are too big their cities are too fortified there's no way we can take them and only two of them could we say trusted god which meant when you trust god you're going to be thinking you might say you're thinking outside the box, but how about a way of putting it this way? You're thinking in the right box. If you're not trusting God, even if you think you're out of the box, you're always in the wrong box. You, First of all, you're always in a box. There's no way ever to be completely outside of any box. But when you're trusting God, you're at least in the right box. Not only that, but the... Uh, Rejecting the hive mind resulted in 7,000 Israelites that were faithful during a remnant during the time of Elijah. Uh, the 7,000 that had not bowed the knee to Baal. You know, it just reminds me like in um, the Old Testament where you have all the false prophets. There's Elijah, the one true prophet, and there's a few other prophets out there that are being hidden. But then you have Jezebel has like 450 and 400 prophets. Uh, th- that's the popular place to be. That's the hive. Okay, that's the hive mind. You see, outside of Jesus, you will tend to identify with a group. And no secular or human group is infallible. And you you can, you can tell just by the t-shirts that people wear to the grocery store, by the way they dress, by the bumper stickers they have on their car group think they're part of a group the trouble is that outside of jesus the group no matter what group you choose is not infallible and i find non-christians often making the mistake of defending the views of their particular secular or religious group that's very fallible defending those groups to the death Defending that thinking to the death. By contrast, I find that people that practice New Testament Christianity, the Christianity revealed in your New Testament, the church revealed there, Matthew 16, 18, that they avoid that hive mind trap. Because for those people, the only loyalty is to Jesus. He's the Lord. And there's only one Lord, Ephesians chapter 4, 4 through 6. And Jesus even said, you can't serve two masters. So there's only one master. And he is, as we've noted previously, the sole head of the church. And the body or the church is simply expected to obey and not to innovate. And those are the people that are going to oppose any deviation no matter who proclaims it, no matter how successful or well-liked or popular or how many books the person has written, proclaims it. Even if that individual shows up from within the group, we are told in First Thessalonians 5, 21 through 22, examine everything carefully. And that is, no matter who says it, we need to examine everything carefully. And 2 John 9 says, hey, no matter who comes to you, if someone comes to you with uh, another message, you don't embrace it. You don't embrace them. You don't support them. Because if if you don't abide in the teachings of Jesus, you don't have fellowship with God now. And that's 2 John 9, uh, verses Second John. There's only one chapter, but it's verses 9 through 11. Galatians 1, 6 through 9 is the same very stringent sort of Paul says, hey, even if we, even if suddenly if I changed my tune and started preaching something different from the gospel, or if an angel showed up from heaven and gave you another message different from your New Testament, you reject it, even if it's an angel. Most Christians, and these would be like New Testament Christians I know, first of all, they read and they read their Bibles. They also read from many sources. And they often read writers who are not Christians, because we're seeking to learn what we can from no matter whom the writer is. And so we might we might read writers who are atheists, or but we're not going to defend atheists. We might read and listen to people that are evolutionists, but we're not going to defend evolution. And we might read people that are from high pro high profile profile individuals in various denominations we're not we're not going to defend denominationalism in fact we are going to have an honest examination of the errors of catholicism and the protestant groups and that's not being mean that's healthy what that is that's a healthy sign that we're not trapped in group think that we we don't have the hive mind I know division among God's people is frustrating and we see it condemned in 1 Corinthians 1:10. 1. But it can reveal honest hearts. And it can reveal those that are not blindly following a man or a woman or a group of them or an ideology. When we honestly and accurately speak of errors even among God's professed people we're revealing Not that we're mean. We're revealing that our loyalty is not to the hive. Our loyalty is to Christ. I know that there are some disillusioned believers who want to be part of some group that supposedly has no deviation. Well, first of all, there is no group like that. Groups which have the illusion of unity are also classes examples of hive thinking. And even among those groups that might have the illusion of unity, like, hey, here, man, we all follow the same voice, like the Joe Witnesses or the Mormons or some other religions out there. Dig a little deeper and you will find cracks. But beyond that, you will find hive thinking. That is, you will find people that, well, here's what comes from the Watchtower or Salt Lake City, whatever, and you believe it. That is, just do your work. We'll study the Bible for you, and we'll tell you what to believe and what to say. And among New Testament Christians, it is like the Bereans. You search the scriptures daily to see whether these things are so. I'm not going to believe. I'm not going to blindly believe what any man or woman, no matter how educated or highly educated they are, what they say, I'm going to believe scripture. Christians are the people who realize that there is much more to our existence and the world than just life in the hive. Hive thinking is often here and now thinking, thinking limited by a certain cultural time period thinking that has been disconnected from the lessons of Scripture and human history. So, I'm going to follow Christ. I'm going to follow the Lord. And as most faithful preachers have done throughout the years, as they've got up to preach, they've said, have your Bibles open. Do not take my word for it, but make sure that you can find Scripture that backs up what I'm telling you. Again, if you're in a group and they cannot give you scripture to back up their beliefs, their practices, okay their organizational structure, the titles that they have for their leaders or members. Um, their how they worship the Lord, okay um, you're in the wrong hive. Find a church where Jesus is its true head. That the authority for all that they do in practice, you can find a verse in your New Testament, the covenant that we're under. You can find a verse in your New Testament for that. This is Mark Dunnigan with The Daily Answer. Until next time, we'll see you in the funny papers.